Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. Andrea Earhart here, muralist, adventurer, and your host as I interview inspiring artists who are killing it in the art game to show you that it's completely possible to make a great living doing the thing you love to do. We highlight the business side of art to help you reach more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creative freedom. (laughs) Enjoy the show. This week's episode features an expressive painter based just a hop, skip, and a jump away from me just outside of Kansas City, Anissa Perry. Her Facebook page, Nis and That, which you might know her from more than her name, has grown to over 20,000 loyal followers who are all excited about her work along with a membership group and all of the fun, expressive, artsy things that we're going to get into. One thing I've noticed about Anissa's following is that they are really invested in her art. They don't just, you know, her followers don't just like and then keep scrolling. So many of the people that she, that follow her give so many positive praises and comments and just letting her know that they are rooting for her in the comments. It's, she has a following that is so attached to her art and her well-being and it's just so cool to watch. Then this was another interview that surprised me with the many turns that it took throughout, starting with Anissa's story. She started her art business with the goal of making enough money to leave her toxic marriage and still support herself and her four boys. So for all the single moms out there, this is an interview for you. This is so inspiring no matter who you are, but let me know what you think of this week's episode with Anissa Perry. Well, if you want to start off by telling us a little bit about your art business, how you got into the arts and all of that fun stuff. My entire life, I've taken every extra curricular that's always art. (laughs) I've never been good at any of the book things, all of that. My mom's an advisor at K-State. She's like, you're getting a degree. And I'm like, I'm gonna get a degree in art. (laughs) And so I went to K-State for a year, my first year. And I was like, I'm going to get an art degree. And I took my first year and I'm like, this is awful. (laughs) I don't want to learn this technical stuff. (laughs) And and I thought that when you get a degree as an artist, you're going to grow up to teach it. You're going to be in grade school teaching art. You're not going to actually really be creating your own. And so that's the mindset I'd had with that. And so I got out of that and I bounced around and I came back and took a lot of pointless classes. It never ended up getting my degree in childhood development. And then I had my own kids and I'm like, I don't want anything to do (laughs) with childhood development. (laughs) I was starting in the furniture is when I started things. And I wanted to just create some stuff that I couldn't afford for my own house. And they didn't have yellow furniture. I couldn't go in and buy yellow furniture anywhere. When was this? When, when did you start out? What year do you think? So I was actually looking today, I think it was about seven years ago. And it was in, we were lived in Kearney, Nebraska temporarily. It was there about seven years ago. I started with the furniture. My parents had gotten rid of all their old stuff. And they gave it to me. It was like really boring Nebraska furniture mart stuff that's outdated. <laughs> 
And so I started painting it. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just list this on Craigslist and just see what happens. Somebody else wants it for the amount I post more than what I want to keep it for. <laughs> then I'll sell it. And that picked up. And so my, my business really started out of, I'm from Manhattan, but we lived there for a couple years in Kearney. And then I moved to KC. I wanted to be closer to my twin. We have a lot of kids. <laughs> oh, so cool. So we wanted to help twin. each other with kids. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she actually has an art degree. <laughs> and that's what's funny about it is, and she does different type of stuff, but she's technical. I'm not. And I was doing the furniture, and then one day, like, my stuff started getting different with my furniture. I was starting to get bored. And so I started getting, like, coming out with this, like, really grungy, just... I wanted it to look super urban, like you're going to find this thing on an alley, like in Brooklyn or something, kind of furniture. Mm. And the unfortunate part of it, I didn't have any way to stage it. I was like, I'm going to try to do a couple canvases and see where that takes me um, for staging. And they're so bad. Well, but they picked up. People loved them. Even as bad as they were, they loved them. Maybe it was just something different on my page, how people get kind of sick of seeing the same thing and then you throw something else out there and they're like so excited, even if it's bad. <laughs> My light is really bright. You're Let me turn it down. <laughs> my lighting in my house is horrific. I love the canvases behind you. I cannot wait to until we get into the Thank part you. where like, you found this style that you have behind you. I, I had one of them out. I keep it in my closet, but I have one of them out over there just to show where I started from in case that comes up. But I had started doing the canvas and... I was going through some really not fun things in life with marriage and, and all that stuff. So I started, my feelings came out on the canvas. I've always painted women and what we're going through. And no matter what, I think my entire first year was just all women and different feelings with them. Like it was a good day with the marriage. I'm in love and, or it was a really bad day, things like that. And then the canvas thing, and then I was like, I knew it was bad. People loved it. I sold every piece like instantly when it was coming out and because they could relate to the feelings behind it. And I was like, I don't want to be bad at this if I'm going to do this and sell it. So then I kept trying to push myself to learn more and more and more until I am where I am now, where I still have so much more to learn, <laughs> but I'm better than where I started. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think in seven years down the road too, like so many changes happen down and you get oh, so, so much better. And yeah. you've done a couple where I was just like, oh my goodness, this is so good. Wow, <laughs> Thank a floral you. one here recently. Okay. How do you okay. do, and even like the ones behind you too, it's like an abstracted kind of, but the yeah. colors make sense in such a way where it's yeah. not abstracted. So there, there's an understanding of color that you have whereas a lot of people yeah. like might look at it and be like oh it's abstract I'm just gonna play around with it and then with abstract yeah. they kind of like lose their way it's really easy to yeah. lose your way with abstract and you teach yeah. how how to do it because there's a method to it I imagine and that's the funny thing is there's really not it's intuitive to me the color and it's I start with color. Everything I do, I start with color. And I'm like, wow, that's really loud. I need to tone that down. And then I'll bring in some of the neutrals and things like that. But I think it's part of it is like where I am super abstract, but I'm trying to be better. So it's like this crossover of, you know, of abstract, but I'm, I'm trying to pull in a little realism, a little as I go. Yeah. But I still have to have those colors and the colors just make sense to me 
visually in a way that I can't explain. And I go through it like step by step when I'm teaching and it makes sense as it comes out. But when I'm just sitting down to create a piece, it's just what comes out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so sometimes yeah. I totally get that because sometimes it's hard yeah. to explain why you do what you do. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I don't know. I put it on there. And some <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and some days you put anything on and it just works. And then some days you put yeah. it on and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. What was the tipping point that took you from like hobby to professional artist? Cause you are definitely seven years online. You are a professional artist and you show up online in a very professional way. And, but I imagine, it wasn't always like that. You're like dabbling in the beginning. Where was the tipping point? Yeah, it kind of started for fun. And this is just, I think a lot of people that are like close to me really know people in my group and things like that, they get it. But I knew a long time ago, I needed to get out of my marriage. And I knew to get out of my marriage with four boys (laughs) that eat a lot, that I would have to be able to afford the things I had, I needed to be able to be financially stable on my own. And so that's what pushed me. That's what made me work so hard is when I was able to do that and file for divorce, that's, I can pay for an expensive divorce. I can pay for us to live. And that's when, that was my whole goal. And I worked at it really hard for seven years straight And it's really hard because you have four little kids. You're like, I know we need to get out of this. And I'm trying really hard to push myself and um, grow. But then you're missing the things. But it's like, in the end, is it going to pay off? So I worked so hard. And then now now I get to sit back a little bit. And for about a year now, and when I was finally able to do that, and we have our home together. And so that it, it was just really... I worked hard because I had that and I knew I needed that. So yeah, that's what pushed me. And I think everyone has different things that push them, but to be able to support my four kids was, yeah. Wow. There was no option to not push myself. Yeah. So. That's wow. I had no idea. Like just, I had no idea that you were going through anything. And that's an amazing encouragement that you have just, wow. I had no yeah. idea. I'm so glad. So you're in a much better place now. I yeah, yeah, we have our own home and it's just, it's awesome. It, it's so awesome. And I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I found the community online and that they related to everything. So every single piece of art that I posted during that time with the women, it was something currently I was going through every single one of them and they bounced all over the place. And, and because of that, so many people related and that's how they found me kind of it was relatable to what they were going through. Cause so many women go through the same thing. And so that's how I found my community. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Go, go through what, like they're going through like hard days or like, yeah, hard days. Just, I started with the women burning things. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of what this is behind me. And I just wanted to show, cause this is where I started from and you see the faceless, the texture, it's not like thought out. It was just like, it was just me like throwing it down. But it um, was, I'm a fire girl. We live in Kansas. We burn in the spring to bring up new. You burn the old weeds out and you get that new green, fresh grass kind of thing. And so this is just start over, burn the baggage, start fresh kind of things. How it all started with me in the women part of it. Well, I've got everything from 
falling in love to heartache to women with guns and you're not going to do this no more. You know, everything. But women, there's always women that relate to a certain thing and, and, and they did. I love that. Yeah. We just had a comment. Tiffany just put it, Tiffany put it into words exactly what I was trying to think and say. She says, what a beautiful testimony to how you can pull through tough times and be successful. That you, you nailed Thank it on you. the head, Tiffany. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. And it really is. Wow. I, there's so much emotion behind all of this and I just, I love it, but I'm so happy (laughs) that you're in a better place too, but you're right. It is so relatable. So have you ever, have you always been able to just put it out there and be like, okay, yeah, this is me. Or was there a little bit of pushback? Cause I know like with me using pink and glitter and all that, I was always like a little hesitant to show my true self for the longest time. Where have you always just been like, this is it or you think? I have always been, it's hard. You're scared. Every single time you post something, you're scared. It's a lot. And especially when they're personal, but when people don't know it's personal and that's kind of how I was like, oh, it's just, it, it was, what if it was a different story or it was a story for a friend or, you know what I mean? Then that made it easier. And, and I have learned to I know that if, if things don't go over well, I don't care. I don't care what people think of me anymore. I don't care. I love it doesn't matter. <laughs> so that makes it easier. It takes a while to get there, I think. But yeah, I, it's, I think it's easier for me than it is for most people, I would say. To Why do you think The that color. Is? My people found me. I already know my people like my color. They like my use of color and it stays within brand, my canvas. And when it goes, rolls over to the furniture, it's all within the same so the, people like it. People don't follow me for neutral furniture or for pieces that are trying really hard not to use the word boring. <laughs> no, it's okay. We can use that. Boring, but that is in the standard home that, that is just people come to me for more of an artsy feel. So I know whatever I throw out there, there's going to be some of them that like it. <laughs> there's going to be the occasional grandma out there is like, oh, I really don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> for the most part. I'm not, yeah, okay. worried about it. So if, say, someone is, you know, going through something right now and or just has a lot of emotion that they want to get out on Canvas because art is therapy. As you know, like, it is. How, what's, the, what's your process of doing that? Do you teach something like that? How, like, how can they get it out onto Canvas? So what I advise, so I do teach that, but most of the people are there, like they want to do like more of a step-by-step to learn a certain thing. But we also have that where I try to teach them. You don't have to, it's just canvas. It's just paint, right? So you just start putting down what you feel. I know that I listen to a lot of music and so I'll find something and it'll be like a quote. I do a lot of Miranda Lambert. (laughs) She's relatable to me. And so I will, there's a quote or something that would come out in a song and I'm like, that's exactly how I feel right now. And I might go look on Pinterest or on Google and, or you get an idea in your head of how that feels. You'll look it up and there'll be all these images and something will, will either, it'll just, you'll look at it and you're like, that, that's it. That's how I feel. I want to make that me or I want to make that. And it's just a matter of, you don't always have that, but I feel like that's really how I started and doing it. It was like, I go find in picture that felt what I was feeling so I had some kind of reference of the body. You can see my references were probably not great there. <laughs> but you just start putting the paint on the canvas. 
And what happens? And if it sucks, it goes to your room. I've got a huge, actually, it's a basement right now, full of crappy art that were just feelings. And then when I need a canvas, I'll go and I'll grab it. And it's like, okay, we've got some extra texture on this one. It's great. I'm going to paint over it. Or I'm going to finish it because that painting meant something. It just was not good yet. Yeah, definitely. So it's, and just like just you said, put it down. Yeah. It's, and it's just paint. You can always paint over it too. Maybe yeah. add to a piece later on or yeah. something. Yep. Oh, yep. I like that. How many hours do you spend on each painting? Do you think? Oh, on each painting. That's hard. Some of my best paintings are in two hours. And some of my worst paintings are four days nonstop. Like I look like a crackhead coming out of my coma. You know, just like, <laughs> and it's terrible because I overworked it and I overthought. I just, I was trying to be better, trying to be better. And then I make it worse and worse. And I would say probably as far as hours put in, probably more around 24 hours, I would say. Per painting. Um, wow. I'm not talking two days. Yeah, I put a lot of. I put a lot of work into them now. Some of them are easier and more natural. Like right now I'm working on a floral for my class. And I think we're about four hours into it. And I can see it coming together in the next two hours. Yeah. The ones that I teach are not that long. I couldn't possibly teach something that's that, that in depth. But my good paintings, my larger scale paintings, definitely. Wow. Wow, I love yeah. that. You can definitely tell that there's a lot of heart and soul into them. So you teach in a group on Facebook, is that? And did, I do. Did you yeah. start in in Dion Woods's group? Is that how you? Got I did. To me too. Yep. Me too. Yep. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I love her. We're all little groupies. I know. We're all, we're all like little branches off of Dion Woods. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So what kind of stuff do you teach in your group specifically? Is it mostly technique based, or do you teach like how to grow a business or what? Um, it's really, and I say this to everyone, you don't want to learn business advice from me. I don't follow what I'm supposed to follow. I know it. I take these things like I did Dion's one-on-one, like I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't do it. It's just, it's too much. And the honesty. So <laughs> you don't want to learn business from me. I, I wing, I wing everything I do. I'm, I'm a feeler. It's just like what I want to do. I'm going to do it. What I don't want to do. I'm not going to do. And I'm trying to be better at that since I'm a professional now, <laughs> but yeah, so I, it's all technique based. We do have people that come in and we'll help with some of that. Or if I know something, I'll be like, Hey guys, this is a really great time. This is Super Bowl. People are sitting around bored on their phones. You should post something today and see how it goes. You know, things like that. I try to give some of that from what I do know versus nothing, but don't come to me for the business. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you mostly teach <laughs> how to paint technique, like uh, florals yeah. and women without faces, that, that kind of a. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily like that. We have a lot like that from back in the beginning, but oh, this wow. was like lily pads and a woman, her name was Eve. But anyways, so things like this, it's changed significantly since those days that we started as, but there's like years of tutorials on there where it's like great for beginners where they can come in and they can learn that that that's easy just get your feelings out on canvas and then there's the the ones that are more technical and they can slowly kind of work their way up to it so I try to do good with each tutorial so it'll be like a month so this month we're doing flowers so I will do a bunch of flowers that are easy for beginners and then we grow on that for the more intermediate is what I would call 
what we end at is more of an intermediate level. I don't have all the technical terminology in my group. I'm like, well, this looks like crap. We're going to go ahead and do this. Like <laughs> that's how I teach. Awesome. Okay. I just had a question and I just forgot it. Dang it. You were like talking and I went in a different way. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. What kind of products do you use? What kind of paint? What kind of, do you have a certain kind of brushes? Cause when people see your yeah. stuff, they're like, Oh, how does she do that? I, I want to learn how, I want to learn the technical, but what does she use? I use everything. Um, <laughs> I love, <laughs> I normally start with cheap paint to get the underpainting going and that. So I'll start with that because I just watered out and then I normally always finish with golden paints towards the end. I just like the way if I use them with a Princeton Catalyst brush where I'm getting some of those brush strokes to really sit really nice to carry those the heavier paints really nice laid down just how I need it. I normally finish with those. Oh, perfect. Okay. Awesome. So <laughs> is there anything you would <laughs> like to paint without? Say mine is like a, a podcast in my ear. Is there any kind of material or anything? I'm a music girl. I I, I put my headphones on that it, they're noise canceling so I can't hear the kids running around and the wrestling and dogs and all of that. So I put my, they're noise canceling, but then I have my music for whatever mood I'm in. And I find that helps me grow whatever it is. It really puts me in the mood for that specific canvas that I'm working on. But I bounce around. I'll have like 10 up on this little space and just ping, ping. Oh, I got this color. That painting can use this color and that kind of thing. Oh, I love that. I Music, probably. I love how spontaneous and just random you are. You're just like a, a living <laughs> artist in that way. <laughs> Do you have any kind of tips for artists who are like trying to make this as a business? And I, I know that you're super this is, random, but what's worked for you? Yeah. Has it like been going live, email lists? What's been the thing that's worked for you? Lives did work for me. I have stepped back in the lives because... I try at one point, I was just like, I'm not going to do anything else that stresses me out. I'm a single mom of four kids. I'm stressed. <laughs> and so if something stresses me out, I'm not going to do it anymore. That was my big, I just say no to the things that I really, you know, is going to cause. So in, in the commitments, like of some things, I just know. But as far as what I would say, and this is what I tell, but a lot of my group uh, members, they are more beginner to intermediate, not all of them. Some are better than me. I don't know why they're in my group, but <laughs> I would say what seems to be everyone's problem that with all of them is they're scared to get started. They're scared to put their artwork out there on social media. They won't start a business page. And I'm like, Oh, just start one because there's a following for everyone. Everything has a following. I would say this grew my page like crazy. This random headless or faceless palette knifed art it's just if you have a story you need to say it you need to put it out there because there's somebody else that can relate to it and feel from it and you can always delete delete it if you get embarrassed later or you just gotta start you just gotta you put yourself out on a page yeah and get it going you're... start growing you can't grow you're... there's no reason to not yeah you're so right emotion and story 
behind it yeah. is, is yeah. so much about it. How do you work with four kids, especially recently with all the homeschool <laughs> stuff? What? Because I have a lot of members too, and I know a lot of Arts Academy members and all that, and they're like, I have kids, I'm busy, and I'm like, I don't have kids yet, so I can't really give advice to that. What is your advice? Yeah. Well, I don't know that I have the best advice. My mom would say, don't tell people, <laughs> but I, I a lot of overnights. I, I don't sleep. Now is better. They're back in school. I gave up on the homeschooling. So it was November. I was like, you're gone because I can't do everything. And there comes a time where it's like, okay, nobody, nothing is getting what it needs from me. My business isn't, my kids aren't, my dogs aren't, nothing is getting what it needs from me. So I, you can only be pulled so many different ways where something's got to give. I put them back in school. I put my little one back in or put him in daycare for the first time because he loves art. So he's my little like he just sits there and he paints on all my stuff and to get stuff finished, I couldn't have him anymore. So he's in daycare. I go steal him sometimes cause I can't take it, but sometimes you have to give yourself that and not feel bad. I felt bad. I felt guilty. Like I'm putting my other kids weren't in daycare at three and a half. And so I feel guilty, but I'm like, no, this is what I need. So when he comes home from daycare, I can give him the attention that he needs. And it's the guilt thing that I think holds back a lot of moms with their art. You, you don't have to feel bad to create. It is your, it's your right. It can be your business. Yeah. You feel guilty. And people are like, a lot of people think it's a hobby, no matter what it is. It's everyone just thinks it's a hobby because it's fun and we like it. We enjoy it. So it's a hobby. It's not, it's not a job. You can do it. You can fit it in whenever. I had to work through the nights for many years. Oh, wow. And so is that your, so I guess you you get them out of the house and then yeah. as soon as they come home, they're, they're you time. They're, there's no more painting and it just switches yeah. off like that. Mm -hmm. I try. It has been, I was playing a lot of catch up. We've had a lot of where they were home over we had like negative 40 degrees there for a while. And I've just been behind on, cause I kind of have two businesses now. I was really behind. So it was really chaotic there for about a month, I would say. But now it's at the point where I'm not going to take anything else on and I'm going to enjoy the boys. And I needed to make sure. So there were some things I had to do. I needed to come out with another collection for my Bubblegum Yum business because if I didn't, then, I mean, that's what's going to help me pay to not work as much over the summer. And, and so that's how I had to kind of bring some of it in. Is, is it worth it for a couple weeks to be really busy? And to have to do too much video time and, and that with the kids to be able to spend some quality time with them this summer where we have all days and I can take them. Otherwise, I'm hustling all summer and I'm bringing canvases to the, I used to bring canvases to the pool, like <laughs> paint on the pool. I don't do that. <laughs> I want to swim with them. <laughs> yeah. So um, now it's finally to the point where I can take that step back. Yeah, that's also, yeah. there's so many comments coming in that are very much like, th thank you so much for saying about the mom guild. It's so real and the hobby thing. And then Carlos, you're such a good mom in this. And then there's some people on here like <laughs> who are in your group that are saying that they're in your group because they love to watch your style and you're so fun. So we, there's just a ton of comments on here that I'm just making sure you see because yeah. You Thanks everyone. I don't, I, I can't see comments. Okay. So <laughs> I'll go back and look at them later though. Okay. Yeah. There it's so, so, 
so positive. You, you can just say, and I can just tell to you on your Facebook page with the comments that you get instead. It's on like, people are really invested in the way you teach and your artwork, which is why I just wanted to meet you. And I can see that you're from your yeah. openness. Really. It's just you being open and you being not afraid to say whatever is on your mind. People are like, oh my gosh, <laughs> she said it. Cause I'm scared to say it. So you just have this way about you. That's just so, so much fun. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> So how do you find your buyers or how, how do your buyers find you and who like, do you have, so is it mostly women buyers and also how much do you mm -hmm. sell your paintings for? If I don't, you don't mind me asking. No, that's fine. I mean, that information's on my website, so I don't mind saying. <laughs> okay. So my buyers are pretty much all social media. I'll get a little bit word of mouth here and there. I'm in a small town. I don't, it's not my, they're not my, some of them are. But it's not where I'm making my money. It's all it's social media, mostly Facebook. I try really hard. Actually, I don't try at all. My Instagram, I'm trying to get myself to want to build my Instagram. <laughs> but I'm not. I just it's just Facebook's kind of where it started, it's kind of where my group is. And so that's where I'd say 90% of my buyers come from. Facebook. And yeah, but as far as commissioned, a lot of times it's like, I saw this painting on my friend's wall. I would like one as well kind of thing. But I don't take on a lot of commissions due to the thing that I talked about earlier with the stress. So if I sit down and I create a piece from the heart, most of the, it's going to sell. It's going to sell. Sometimes it's immediate. Sometimes it takes a couple months. I mean, I just sold one. I think that's been available for a year. But it is, they're going to sell. And I'd rather do that than sit there and stress over portraits and things like that. Somebody's dear child, and I'm not a realist, and so you know, they do some of the portraits, but they're very colorful, and they're not real. If you look at the original pictures to them, so I take on some here and there. Okay, I gotcha. But, yeah. And then how much are you selling them for, or how much do they usually okay, go so for? So I felt like this painting right here, I would say my most expensive one was 3000 This one here is 2000 wow, That is um, beautiful. With the horses, it's sold. And then it can range anywhere from like 375 for some of the smaller ones up to 3000 depending on the size. I have very rarely in my painting things that are that because I don't want something the size sitting around in my house. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I've got kids. We play football, we wrestle. <laughs> so do you like working big, small, or was it just kind of depends on the mood? My favorite size to work is like a 36 by 36. I love that size. It's kind of my go-to 48 by 48 is fun, but it's also one of those sizes that's kind of hard to move around to hang on my walls or I just, I don't want to ruin something that size. Oh yeah. Okay. 36 by 36 is my favorite probably. Okay. Awesome. Well, I, I'm so enjoying all of this because I have a really hard time selling actual paintings, murals, no problem. But it's so funny because like actual paintings, it's really hard for me to just get them out. So do you think your secret is like painting with emotion and having things being relatable and just it coming just yeah. from the heart and yep. you don't seem to have a, I hope this will sell mentality. Well, and, and there's some that I post that it just, it doesn't have, I always try to, if it doesn't have a real, I just wanted to paint a beautiful woman over here and it doesn't have a story. I'll go find a quote that kind of feels with it. But yeah, I think people buy my art because they feel it and they feel like it's them and it represents them. I would say, yeah. Yeah. 
I love all of that. I love this whole painting with emotion thing. Okay. Yeah, we basically wrapped (laughs) it up. This is basically all that I had for you. We have our last question that I ask guests, and it's just because we have a lot of artists or they're just starting out. I'm sure like a lot of your the people in your membership group and they don't know where to start. Like where's a good starting point that you think is it making the Facebook page or just what's a good starting point that people need to just do? Yes. Facebook page and to not be scared to put it down. Just put it down. Just drop it down and see what happens. Yeah. just I didn't invite any of my friends and family. I didn't do that whole where you invite them kind of thing. So I grew my audience from people that genuinely liked my art. So if you're scared, oh, what if my this guy I went to high school with or my ex-boyfriend sees this and it looks ridiculous and he judges me like, don't care. Like he might. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But it's not a reason to hold you back. So many people that are like, well, I'm so scared what my mom might think. (laughs) Me too. I started a whole separate collection of nudes. So my dad wouldn't be able to find my artwork. A whole different Instagram. That's just that he was my first person to follow me. Like it sent out notifications. I'm like, no dad, I had a comic dad. This is for nudes. I don't want you here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I block them. I blocked my dad. That's awesome. Yeah, well, do do what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Awesome. Well, I loved hearing your story. First off, I had no idea you did, you're just such a powerhouse. Like showing up on Facebook all the time, and so I'm really glad to just have been finally be connected to you and got to meet you. And I'm so glad you're in a better place now. You seem to be just so much happier, so happy, just doing your thing and teaching students. Yep. And it's just it's admirable, and I'm so glad that we did this. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your Monday to come chat with us. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Okay, good. All right. Well, I will chat with you later. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye. This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am art by Andrea Earhart. I will gladly share your art on my Instagram story with a reach of over 60,000 as a thank you for helping us grow this Artist Academy community. And speaking of community, if you would like to be a part of our absolutely free and very encouraging community on social media, just head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Artist Academy, and I will see you next week.